Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. One of the most important ingredients in the recipe for awakening is surrender. How well we are able to truly surrender from strength determines how far up our frequency resonance can rise and how much progress we can make on our awakening journey. Even if you intellectually know that surrender is important, there are still so many questions. So today we're going to discuss how we surrender, why it's so important, and what the benefits of surrender are so we can continue to accelerate forward. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's get started. Okay, Karen, so I have a few questions to start. What would you say surrender is? Mm -hmm. And is it the same as neutrality? Mm -hmm. And then also, what is the benefit of surrender? Sure. So we're, those are really great questions. And the reason we're diving deeper into this is because although we have a episode right at the very beginning called Surrender from Strength, there have been a lot of questions about surrender, mm -hmm. right? Just trying to clarify. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're doing this particular episode. So to me, surrender is about letting go of a couple of things. One is attachment. The second is resistance and control. So when we have those things, we're not surrendered, okay? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of friction in our lives. So to me, that is what surrender is. And um, also, uh, is it the same as neutrality? I think yeah. your question was. They go hand in hand. Mm. So the more neutral you become, um, the more you are, or the less you are attached to what happens, meaning in the sense of you're not as attached to a certain outcome playing out, okay? Mm -hmm. And as a result, you are in more of a surrendered state. The more surrendered you are, the more neutral, neutral you become, I right? See. So they're yeah. kind of like friends. They work together, yeah, they work yeah. together. So you can't actually have one as much without the other. They actually okay. come into play together. Okay. Um, the first thing, though, to happen probably would be surrender first. The, the surrender must happen for you to start to enter the neutral state. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? It's the beginning point. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Because you can't be neutral without the surrender, surrender first. first. Yeah. Yeah. You have to begin. It's like a little spiral that sort of builds on itself. Neutrality, surrender, neutrality, surrender, and yeah. actually there's another piece, accountability. Okay. But all that stuff spirals together, but the initiation mm. has to be in the surrender. That's the first step mm. to start that. Mm -hmm. So um, to me, they're different um, and complementary. And then your third question was, uh, what is the, the benefit? The benefit yeah. yeah. Okay, why do we care? So surrender is such a critical part of the awakening process. Why? Because we have ego minds. Okay. And because we have ego minds, or what I consider to be the little s self, the self-identified with ego, we want what we think we want, and we prefer to have it as immediately as possible. <laughs> I want what I want, and I want oh, it now. <laughs> exactly. So that's not very surrendered. That's like pretty driven by will and mind and um, attachment, actually. Yeah. So as a result, because 
we stay mired in the, if we stay, not because, if we stay mired in the ego mind and can't let go of that need to control and have things turn out the way we want them, we can't rise in frequency resonance. You can get up to a certain point, but then you can't go any further mm -hmm. because you're always in resistance to the unfolding of what is, and you're more identified with your ego mind than you are with your big S self, which is the self identified with spirit, with you as infinite indestructible consciousness, aware that you are this little fragment, but very important part of the all that is. Mm -hmm. So as a result, it's like you realize like to push against the unfolding of what is, it's like you're pushing against this massive mountain and there's like no way you're gonna win. Really. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. I mean, you can try, you'll exhaust yourself, mm -hmm. but it's, it's kind of futile. So in order also for us to ascend into higher, higher levels of resonance, um, not only do we have to let go of that ego mind and that like desire control, you know, we also have to release fear. Okay, so mm -hmm. fear is pretty fundamental as, as humans, it's pretty much hardwired into us. And it's hard to surrender when we're scared, right? And we have a, a definite fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. But until we can um, surmount that fear, right? To recognize that we're having it. It's not like you're fearless. It's like, it's like you, you have the fear, but you also recognize that there is something bigger that is supporting you, this brilliance that is coming through you and that you actually feel your indestructibleness, mm -hmm. right? It's like you feel that expansiveness of that bigness. So yes, there's this human life, which is important, but it's also very finite. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you recognize that more and more. Mm -hmm. And so you surrender to that much, much bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And it might take a couple steps. Like I'm actually, I just thought about when I almost drowned when I was 22 mm -hmm. and I went through stages and I looked it up later. Like this is a common thing you go through, like pure panic. Yeah. First of all, like I'm like, blah, and kicking yeah. around and like, oh my God, cause I don't swim very well. Yeah. And it was also like class three rapids. So oh, it was wow. hard for anybody, even yeah. a good swimmer. Yeah. So pure panic, right? And then there was a point of just accept it. Like I accepted I was going to die. Yeah. I was like, I just let go, surrender. Yeah. And there was this unbelievable peace. Yes. That. And then yes. a lot of people seem to have a similar yes. situation. So it's yeah. like, ah, oh. you may kick and scream for a second. And yeah. then it's like, okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And you recognize something yeah. that you release into what will unfold. Yes. And then everything works out. It works out. Exactly. <laughs> somehow. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but that kicking and the screaming is the fear, right? Yeah. And it's hardwired into us. Yep. So um, part of that process, and it, it's not just fear of like, um, so s for a lot of people, the challenge with surrender is it's interwoven with death. So meaning, right? Like what you were struggling against in that oh, kicking yeah. and screaming where you were fighting death, right? You were just like, yeah, right? Yeah. Resisting. You're trying to stay alive. That's yeah. And that's, it. you're right. That's hardwired into us. Like when I went skydiving, mm -hmm. you're up going up in this rickety plane <laughs> and you're just like, this isn't right. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not like nothing in you is like, okay, I'm going to jump out. You know, you have to like move that aside and like get, yeah. Cause you were supposed to survive. Dive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a good thing to be hard by. <laughs> exactly. You have to like make a choice to like not want to do that. Do that. Exactly. And yeah. so for a, a lot of us, the way that we uh, run our patterns, there's this, um, depending on the person, so not only is it in us like globally, but also people have more distortion around that from past lives, et cetera, where they will, there's an interweaving of death and surrender because really the final surrender is death. Right? in our physical That's lives, yeah. right? And so when we start to surrender, for some people, like that tripwire of like, oh my God, this is like death to me, will mm. go off sooner. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you have to release some of the distortion around yeah. that. So the benefit of surrender, like I said, is that not only do you get to rise higher in your frequency resonance, you also um, start to be able to access the big S self, right? This, this 
that peace that you felt actually when you went into that surrender state, you accessed the big S self in that moment mm -hmm. where you're like, oh wow, it's this expansive peace. It's all gonna be just fine. I don't yeah. know why I know that, but it just yeah. is. Yeah. That's the big S self. Beautiful. So you recognize that more, you can access that more. Mm -hmm. And when you're in that surrender state, it's, first of all, it's a lot more peaceful and joyful because you're not in resistance. It's not, there's not as much friction, right? If you're like fighting everything along the way because you're like, I want to have it this way. And if it's not like this, mm. then, you know, it makes me upset or fearful or worried or anxious or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It makes life harder because you're like constantly resisting Pushing it against, against it. Yeah, yeah it causes yeah. all this friction. So you move into the state where you get to follow more magic, more synchronicity, mm. more of that because you're not trying to control everything from your mind standpoint where you're like, I only want this. Right. Right. That's like the flow state. Uh, yes. You know, if people have heard of Wu Wei, yeah. like the action of non-action. Sure. It's like not pushing against the stream, allowing the stream to, to take like you. take you. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, cool. So, and the stream yeah. is well, the universe. So it's huge and pretty powerful. Mm -hmm. So it's best to like follow. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, it just um, it you get to the point in surrender where you you start to transcend the mind where you don't need to know why so for example you might show up somewhere because you're like i have no idea why i'm going to this retreat i have no idea why i'm visiting this friend i don't know why i'm going here yeah. right now like us moving to hawaii yeah yeah our well, separate stories, stories were kind of like that yeah exactly yeah. or why i'm picking up this book and reading it or why yeah. i don't know but i'm just gonna like pick it up and see what happens mm -hmm. right and so that's also like a part of surrender okay. and it's the the moving past the minds need to know so I have an important question. Sure. So I've actually thought this, I wanted to ask this for a while. Mm -hmm. So what about, let me see how to formulate, like balancing having a need or mm -hmm. a desire mm -hmm. and like letting it go. Like yeah, you how, have, with, where's the control yeah. and surrender? Where yeah, they where do they where, And mean? desire, how do they? Yeah, because yeah. you don't want to just be apathetic. Oh, yeah, yeah, around. exactly. No, it surrender just to, to everything. Yes, yeah, no, I thank you for that question. Yeah. I think it's a great question. It's the one that a lot of people have. So it has to do, surrender has to do with attachment, right? So I just want to separate that from desire. Good, okay? yes, yeah. So you have the desire. Desire is important, okay? I know there's a lot of people who are like, desire is bad. Desire is not bad. It's the attachment to what you desire that is not good, okay? So desire is the seed of creation, okay? If not, you would just be lying on your couch doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, why would you want no anything? Vision, no, no vision, no direction. Nothing. Yeah, you'd just be yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. But desire is the seed of you being able to create something. Mm -hmm. Okay, so desire is great. So forward momentum is important. So following what it is that you initially have the impulse towards, right, to create to whatever in the world. Mm -hmm. The challenge is when you come up against when things aren't going your way. Okay, that's that's, that's a cue to us to be like, yeah. oh, hey, wait a minute flag, here. Yeah. What am I resisting? Because the only reason you're in resistance is because you want something a certain way. That's a red flag for, hi, I'm attached to this for whatever reason, mm -hmm. right? Because you're fearful, you want something for whatever reason, it doesn't really matter what it is, mm -hmm. but right, you're attached. Okay, that is a good indication for you to stop and be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, what am I attached to here? What am I resisting or what am I trying to control? Okay. Any of those things are happening. So it's not that the desire is bad, it's like the desire, it's the attachment to the outcome. So mm -hmm. here you are going along in whatever you're creating and it's mm -hmm. turning out great, but then you hit something and you're like, whoa, yeah. something's happening and I'm triggered here. All right, it's not that you just like, like keel over and surrender. <laughs> it's more like, okay, so what's where what's happening here? So to look at self, this has a lot to do with accountability and self-awareness. Where mm -hmm. am I, mm -hmm. like, like I said, resisting, attached, or wanting to control? And the other thing I just want to mention is that to the to, like just taking your, your question a little further, yeah. a lot of people will be like, well, does that mean we just surrender if someone's like trying to take advantage of us? No, 
no, don't do that. Oh, right, right. You don't, okay, so let me just make this really clear. I'm talking about surrender from strength, okay? So surrender from strength only to pure source. Not to other people, not to oppression, not to control, to pure source. That's it. That's what you're surrendering to. I just want to clarify that, right? Because we kind of lose sight. It's a huge clarification. Right? Yeah. And then people are like, okay, well, if I'm being oppressed, I'll surrender. I'm like, no, 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 no. You hold your space. Right. Okay, in that sense. Does that make sense? That's so, a great thing to clarify. Yeah, just because I think people will think they take it a little too far. And I'm like, no, no, no. There's only one thing you're surrendering to, and that's pure source. Right? Oh, okay. Does that, that's different. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And so it's important to remember that. Okay. Um, just to extrapolate a little bit mm -hmm. down the road of what you were saying. Yeah, I'm trying to think of examples, too, to just really nail that in. So, like... Um, a easy example, you're wanting to go somewhere. Yeah. You get in the car, you drive, ah, uh, traffic. Yeah. You know, it's like, even just that simple, like, ah, rah, rah. Yeah. It's like, just, okay, no traffic. I'm going to sit here a little longer. Yeah. That's fine. That's surrender. Yeah. Or like, I want to buy a house. Yeah. I'm not sure the details, but I know I want to buy a house. And yeah. then, then you start getting all like heady about this one and it's got to be this thing and it doesn't turn out. And then you're like, rah, and you're pissed. That's not surrendering. Yes. But if it's something like, um, in a relationship, yeah. it doesn't have to be this, I'm just giving an example, um, an abusive relationship, somebody keeps beating you, yeah. and you're like, well, this is the current moment, yeah. I'm going to surrender. No. Yeah, that's no. Not what you're you hold your space. Yeah. So, for example, yeah. and it might not even be like physical abuse, it could be some form of oppression or control. Yeah. So for us, um, one of the lessons I had to learn is that, um, because for me, so I think this will make sense. For me, scarcity was really tied into surrender, okay? So for me, it was like I had to learn how to hold my space and surrender, okay, mm. at the same time. So we were real estate agents, as you know, in San Francisco. And when I was learning this lesson, we had um, a set of clients. Like usually our clients were amazing, okay? Like awesome people, respectful, grateful. We worked very hard for them, provided them a great amount of value, and we had a wonderful collaboration. This particular set of clients came to us and they were abusive, like did not appreciate anything we're doing, were very belittling in their conversation with us, just had a lot of fear, were just um, kind of over the top in terms of like their, um, let's say, dynamic with us, mm -hmm. okay? And so uh, we had to learn, now this was um, at a point where we had, um, it was a, it's a very expensive like home that we were selling. And we'd been a little bit slow. We were just coming out of the winter, which is like a slow period of time for realtors, generally speaking, in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And it was a really big, it was a luxury condo. And so uh, Chris and I had to realize that we're like, okay, we're gonna hold our space here. Do you see? Because I mean, this is too abusive, what's happening. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we could just like capitulate to everything they want. And we had actually been like up, upping the ante, right? So they'd be doing whatever, and so we'd deliver more. And they'd do whatever, like their little overreactiveness or whatever mm -hmm. they're doing, and we would Whoa, deliver more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We were accommodating, accommodating, accommodating. And then finally, I was just like, we're done. So it's to like hold your space. It's like, no, and actually we ended up firing them. Nice. We were just about to take it to market. So we'd done all the work, and we're like, uh, we are going to terminate this agreement. You can work with anyone else because every other realtor will want to take this to you because this place is worth a lot of money. It's ready. Yeah. And it's going to sell really fast. Yeah. And uh, what happened, what was interesting at the end of that is they said to us, we really respect how you handled that. We respect your decision. We actually have more um, respect for you now than we did before. 
Whoa. And I thought that was really interesting. Wow. So we we didn't get a commission, but I was thinking to myself, the amount of abuse that you would have to withstand to get the and you don't even know if you would get it, and it's just kind of ridiculous. The respect was it's big enough. Commission, yeah. I was just like, and then, and also terminating it, right? Yeah, to hold yeah, your yeah. space and just be like, done. Like yeah. that is not okay with me. Mm -hmm. So that's just an example of holding your space. And some of us who are brought up to be very nice people and who want to overachieve and deliver service to our clients or whoever we're serving. Mm -hmm. um, this can be something that comes up for you, like where you're gonna to have to hold your space. You'd be like, no, this is not okay. Mm -hmm. And it's, so my point simply is, that is important to do in that moment, to define like for you, what is your boundary? And like, mm -hmm. that is not okay that this person is being aggressive, controlling abuse. And it's okay that even though I feel scarcity to confirm, remove that pattern, be like, mm -hmm. it is okay that we don't receive this huge commission. It's not worth it. This, this is not right. worth it to me. Yeah, so that takes a, a sense of like um, awareness too. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, so. I have another question that's coming yep. up. How it kind of ties in with what you're saying. How would someone know where exactly they need to surrender? Yeah. As they're becoming aware of, of what's yeah. happening. Yeah. So that's an awesome question. At the beginning, it's um, it, my answer is it really depends on who you are. Right. So if you're the type of person who tends to be more controlling, like I was okay, at the beginning, like lots and lots of control issues, surrender is going to be harder for you and you need to surrender more. <laughs> Sorry. Darn. <laughs> it's flush, but that's what's yeah, some people it's easy. Yeah. It comes really naturally. It comes easy, like, natural, oh, whatever. whatever. Yeah. And for those people actually to hold your space and to have discipline ah. is the thing to practice. Ah, it's the opposite of what you are. I see. You see, that helps you yeah. self-define your boundaries and all that sort of stuff, right? right. It's a different form of discipline. Right. So, um, so what I would say is it depends on who you are. Yeah. And also, um, just in terms of the mind is a funny, slippery thing. Okay, so for some people, especially the control types, they're like, well, I've surrendered all these things, so I'm done. Surrender complete. Check. <laughs> just yeah. done. <laughs> and um, it's funny because our ego minds will sometimes do that. You know, it's like, okay, I've like scanned the field. I'm okay with everything. And I'm like, okay, well, the, a good thing to do is to look at the things you hold the most dear. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your most beloved relationships, uh, the security you feel from having money in your bank account, your home, your work that you need for survival or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Now, Notice if there's wobble there or there's instability or that there is like potential loss there. How are you with that? Like thinking of those things being, being gone. gone. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Scary. You're like, ah. So what that indicates simply is attachment, right? So really it's like, okay, the work is to become, okay, well, how is it, can I be, who am I without that? Mm -hmm. Like, where is my strength, mm -hmm. right? Like, what happens if that disappears? Mm -hmm. Because we rely on all those things to, like, define ourselves, feel safe, feel stable, feel loved, right? Those are all the things as humans that we really value. Mm -hmm. And that's attachment. So I'm not suggesting that you have to lose all of these things. Okay, right. so just to be really clear. I'm thinking clear, of like Buddhism, non-attachment. Yeah. Go like sell every, so, or like, just get rid of everything, everything and go, go live in a cave. Tree. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> it's not required. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Really, this is like a, um, a new form of work. So with the frequency work. So first of all, we're talking about this very mentally, right? This like we're having this awesome exchange. And mm -hmm. It's helpful. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I feel like surrender is really difficult to do from the mind only. It's almost impossible. Like I couldn't do it even if I wanted to before. Like mm -hmm. I really needed to do the clear the distortion patterns because you have to clear all this stuff like fear of loss, 
you know, scarcity stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you have to clear all the stuff, and then you can move into surrender. It's like actually possible, mm -hmm. right? Because otherwise, it's just this little mind game that you're playing. It's not really real. So that's what I'm saying. How do you know what to surrender? It's like when you get to those things that are really close to you. Can you sit with that? Okay. Can you be okay with that not being there? And it's not like you terminate all your relationships and go live by yourself as an right. aesthetic. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying that notice your reaction to that mm -hmm. and work towards this, this point where it's like, okay, I would be extraordinarily sad if that person was no longer in my life. And ultimately, I would be okay. Because but, you know who you are. You know who you are. Yeah. You know who you are, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's just like... And that's the surrender, because it's surrender to higher self, pure source only. And that's the surrender from strength that I talk about, because you know how strong you are. Mm -hmm. You know your connection to pure source and that you can transcend even the loss of something so beloved to you. Mm -hmm. You're like, I can transcend this, mm -hmm. right? So you recognize that strength. Mm -hmm. So you're willing to surrender even more because there's less fear. Mm -hmm. You're like, all right, I'm going to, I'm willing to let mm -hmm. this go. So Beautiful. it's a slippery thing, but... That's what we're looking for. Yeah, towards. and challenging. And challenging, yeah, because we're human. Yeah, but yeah. that's why, because yeah. we're human. <laughs> so I have one more question that sure. came up um, about a minute ago. What do you think the kind of difference between surrender and spiritual bypassing? Yeah. Or yes. can you just yeah. talk about those two? Yes, and just, yeah, yeah absolutely. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, the, like I said, the ego mind is really slippery. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, sometimes, especially for those of you who control, or it, it can even happen to people who are more easy with surrender, like, oh, God, it's so easy for me, right? Like, I can, t I totally, I've got surrender. <laughs> I've seen that too. I'm like, oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's great that you think that. Um, so um, what we can do is go to a place where we don't want to face the fear of loss of those things that we hold closest to us. Right. We're just mm -hmm. like to, and it's not even with things, honestly, like people like, yes, like people like, are afraid of losing money and stuff like that. But honestly, when it comes down to it, the final things to surrender that is the hardest for us, honest, the hardest is people, the ones you love. Yeah. Okay? yeah. That is the freaking hardest thing. At least yeah. for me, it was. Yeah. And so, um, it's when people become afraid of really facing that they'll bypass, meaning like they won't go through the reckoning of like, oh my God, I'm terrified of this. Like it's right. so incredibly sad to me. It just like, it like makes me just like, you know what I mean? The emotion of that. They just want to go around and be like, oh yeah, I'm surrendered. Everything is good. It's totally fine. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Without going through the, the fire of like that accountability to self, like, am I really mm -hmm. okay with this? Like how, what if the most beloved person in my life was no longer there? Like to go through that mm -hmm. and to release your attachment to them. Mm -hmm. It's not that you don't love them anymore. Okay. And it's not that you don't have intimacy and closeness and strength and like things that make you both stronger together. You still have all that, but it changes the game when you're, you don't need them in that way. Mm -hmm. Do you, you know, to make you feel better, more stable, more strong, to define yourself. Because ultimately, as you said, we know who we truly are. Mm -hmm. We know our brilliance and we get to intersect with this person and have this amazing experience. And ultimately, should that dissolve, it's okay. Yeah. You come here alone, you leave alone yeah, kind of a thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And alone and part of the all. Right. Of course. Right? Yes. I, I, and when you come in, you know that you're part of the all. And then yes. as you leave, you know that you're part of the all. As if you're awake, if you're awakening as you as you mm -hmm. die or you're awakened before you die. Mm -hmm. So um, all those things are really beautiful. And it changes the nature of your most intimate relationship because you're like, I don't need them to give this to me. And we get to intersect in this amazing way. Oh, yeah. You know? It's like jealousy falls away. away. Yeah. That's like the main thing I'm thinking about. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And also taking the other person for granted because you're like, oh, yeah. right? Because you're just like, we get to choose to be together, huh. right? You're not just there serving my need for stability. Oh, wow, we get to have this amazing gift of being mm -hmm. together. That's, a, that's awesome. How cool is that? Mm -hmm. You know, that of all the people in the world and the timing, everything, like we did this, yeah. you know, how awesome is that? Yes, what a gift. What a gift. Mm -hmm. So it brings you back to that. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So when we surrender to, like, it's weird because it sounds like loss, you know, like you surrender the one you're most attached to, mm -hmm. but it's not. Mm -mm. It's freedom for it's both freedom. of you. Um, so it's... Wow, I like that. Surrender is freedom. Yeah, totally. And it's really... Surrender only to pure source, higher self. That's it. No one else. That's, so you're surrendering to yourself, really, and your greater self, really, your you know, self. and your house. Yeah. Wow. So just to make that clear. Thank yeah. you. A lot of wisdom here in this one. Thank you. So GFC at the end. GFC at the end, super important. important. This is the way to get you into more surrender. Yeah. There is um, an entire, uh, like, uh, deep, deep dive deep. on surrender from strength. Yeah. I might at some point uh, redo that one yeah. uh, because I've changed and my abilities have changed. Yeah. Surrender is something that's challenging for a lot of people. It doesn't really matter. Look, I don't care how advanced you think you are or are not, how awakened we think we are. If, you, if the answer is, do you need to surrender more? The answer always yes. is yes. Yeah. Always. And it's an ongoing thing. Ongoing. You haven't just arrived. No. Right? No, just to revisit that. Yeah. yeah. And there are moments, right? You're like, oh my God, I have to surrender some more. Yeah. You're like, I can't yeah. anymore. But you can. You, you can. Will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just like, all right. <laughs> so, cool. Yeah. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group Frequency Calibration on Clarifying Surrender. So this is an introductory um, GFC because there's a lot of resistance around surrender often. So for those of you for whom control or fear is a challenge for you, likely you will need to go deeper and avail yourself of a deep dive or deeper work on this particular topic. So beginning as always by becoming aware of your body. 
And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of the backside of your body from your waist all the way down to the backs of your heels. Now, depending on whether you are sitting, standing, or lying down, as you notice this back part of the body, if you're bearing weight on this part of the body, noticing things like the spread of your skin and your flesh, the weight as it sinks into whatever is supporting you. And if you're standing, noticing this back part of the body and the air that is touching it. Noticing the tension in this part of the body as it helps to keep you upright. Good. And now noticing your heartbeat. So if this is something that you're not familiar with doing in terms of your awareness or your focus, you can put your physical hand over your physical heart and feel your heartbeat that way. For those of you who are more experienced or who can um, project your awareness in a different way, you're going to feel your heartbeat in your chest. Now, neither of these things is better. It's just different. Okay, We're all different people and we all perceive in different ways. So just noticing your heartbeat, either through your felt sense or through your physical sensation. And as you become aware of your heartbeat, noticing it as it echoes through the body. Now, if you can't notice it, imagine it. Good. And then please become aware of your breath. Noticing it as it is in this moment without altering it at first. How is your breath right now? Noticing if your impulse is to make it better, correct it, do something different with it. Notice if you can just be with it and notice it. And once you have noticed your breath for a couple of breaths, taking the opportunity when you're ready to slow the breath down. To allow it to deepen and to take up more room in the body. 
Now, we typically think of our breath as a certain direction. So meaning as we're inhaling or exhaling, we often think of it as in front of us or behind us. But starting to imagine or become aware of your breath expanding and contracting in all directions. So becoming spherical. Above you, below you, front and back, and to the sides. Yeah. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. So at first, just noticing the feeling of the air against your skin. Noticing if the air is heavier and damp, or if it's light and dry. Noticing its temperature, its movement, if there is any, against your skin. And then please become aware of the soundscape around you, both on your end and on my end. And for those of you more experienced, as you become aware of these layers of sound, noticing their relative distance, sounds that are further away in the distance, the sounds that are closer to you, perhaps more constant, that you may not notice, Good. And then when you're ready, please triangulate. And for those of you who are new, you will need to blink your eyes open. And you're going to identify three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those objects are is not important. What you will notice is the distance between each object and you, and then you're going to feel that distance. So for example, if the door is about four feet away from you, you would feel the distance between the door and you after you observe the distance of four feet. So observing the distance between the object and you and then feeling that distance. And you'll find as you do this for each object that your sense of where you are in space clarifies, becomes more in focus, becomes more present for you.
good. Bringing your attention now, please, to your heart space, but on the back side of your body. Okay, so most of us will think of our heart space in front of us. But if you put a tube right through your chest and on the back side of your body, where that tube would come out, bringing your attention there. Breathing normally when you arrive here. We're going to take one nice, big, juicy breath together. Inhaling. Holding your breath for a count of four. And after you've held your breath for that four count, releasing the breath with the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out at the bottom of your breath for a count of six. Whenever you have completed that single breath, please breathe normally. And whilst you complete that single breath, please know that we are waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and to become coherent. And while we wait for that, please know that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I often work in silence. So if you don't hear me, I haven't gone anywhere. It's just when the frequencies I'm working with are very high, it doesn't benefit you for me to make physical sound. I also do make physical sound, so you may hear me yawn or hum or exhale sharply, and that's typically how I release the heavier, denser distortion patterns. Not always, but often. And also, if I say something that resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you carry <clears throat> or that you have running through you. And if you say, if I say something and you really resist it, it's also likely a distortion pattern that's running through you. So I invite you to remain open and to examine further. Bringing your attention now to the front side of your heart space, in the center of your chest, in your nipple line. We're going to, now that the mastermind has coalesced, ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And for those of you who are new, that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this incredibly vast space, becoming aware of or imagining a brilliance that you either see or feel at its very center. 
And this brilliance starts to get brighter and intensify because you have your attention on it. And as it intensifies, it very naturally expands out in all directions, through your cells, through your organs, through your bones, your flesh and your muscles, and out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer edge of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Please become very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. And now, please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, Pulling your frequency resonance up, irrespective of where it began, how high your frequency resonance is dictates everything from how you perceive your reality, what your reality looks like, how much momentum you can gain on spirit level, and how quickly you integrate. So, this is one of the most important things we do together. Bring your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest and your xiphoid process right at the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. And if you trace the length of it to its base where it becomes flesh that is a little tender when you press on it, that is your xiphoid process. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to release is, depending on what subgroup you're in, the fear of resistance to or um, worry 
about surrender. Okay. For some of you, it even makes you, uh, this is a smaller subgroup where there's even anger. You don't want to. It's like you're being forced. So to be clear, the surrender of which I'm speaking is surrender only to your higher self and pure source. Nothing else. Okay? Certainly not to me. You're only surrendering to those two things. So it's really yourself. And then an aspect of you is the divine. Okay. So that's what we're releasing the distortion pattern around to be extremely clear. And also releasing this discomfort frequency, which exists for another uh, subgroup. attention to the heart space, right in the center of your chest and your nipple line. So we're releasing two things, okay? One is uh, the fear of the unknown with regards to surrender. Once we start to surrender, from strength, things start to change and we have very little control over those things. We don't have control anyway. It's an illusion. However, we're aware that we have no control, which can be scary. Okay. And the second is the fear of loss, of what is known, of relationships as they stand, of just the way we keep things fixed in the world to make us feel safe and comfortable and certain. It's an illusion, but we create it anyway. So releasing those. Good. Becoming aware of the center point of your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of the sternum. This has to do with the mind spin of how do I do that? And the self-doubt, the fear of failure, all those mind chattery things. <laughs> 
Ese mes. So these are the first layers to be removed. And now when you bring your attention to your xiphoid process, and about three inches or seven centimeters just beneath it, we're going to clear out your pain body. It only takes a couple of seconds, but your pain body has memory of you before the distortion patterns were released. So just clearing out and resetting this to help speed and smooth your integration. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit Spherical Luminosity dot com for more targeted support.